have this. I need to get a new chair. I have this is something to make me feel really good about myself. I have this like they call it a ghost chair. It's honestly not that comfortable, but it's like um, acrylic kind of see through. And I got it a little while ago, and I sat down in it the other day, and I just heard crack. And oh no! Just like a crack in the middle of it, and it still works. Except if I'm wearing like my pajamas, like I'm wearing shorts or something. I'll sit and it'll just like get my skin like oh, right. Like, like, yeah, and I'm like, ow, motherfucker. <laughs> so I need well, don't wear slutty pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. New diet plans, exercise routines, vows of newfound organization, and other plans to make our lives better. Eh, actually we have none of that because <laughs> we're not making the mistake of thinking this year is going to be anything other than trying to keep our shit together while waiting for our vaccines. Uh, hey, 2021, you won't fool us the way 2020 did. <laughs> Instead, we'll be talking about brand loyalty, what it is, how we've made our choices, and which preferences live in our hearts to this day. And joining me to take on this certainly contentious project are some of my favorite brand enthusiasts. First up, from Middle Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. I feel like I'm on my way to be an Instagram brand influencer. Like, I will happily sell my soul to, like, <laughs> some bullshit <laughs> pasta or something. Yeah. I don't know, but I- I'm on my way. Yeah. Uh, Coca-Cola, I've done enough shilling for free on this podcast right. for you. Pay me, bitches. <laughs> uh, from Day Job Studios in Boston, Massachusetts, it's Mr. Downtown Bobby Pape. Good afternoon, Bobby. I'm glad to see that came back for the new year. Uh, 2021, we're going to do the same thing I've been encouraging women to do around me for my entire life, which is to keep our standards low. <laughs> we're going to give you every opportunity to wow us. Mm-hmm. Yep. And from the rain is coming from inside the house studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good morning, Christy. Hello. It's a morning. I don't know if I'd say it's good. <laughs> it's a morning. <laughs> well, as always, we'll start with a little small talk. We'll check what's in the mailbag, get into some medium talk, and boy, we have a lot of bullet points on that list. <laughs> we'll make some tea recommendations, do some light housekeeping, and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Let's start with a little small talk, Bobby. Absolutely. Although... Uh, my week was pretty uneventful, uh, as I hope everybody's was, by the way. We're recording this a few days after New Year's Eve, and I hope you didn't go out. Um, we are uh, in the middle of a crisis, and it's funny because, you know, I see Money Pit Adventures on the list, and yet Meredith, uh, magically not here today, not not here for our Reindeer Games. Uh, it looks I like Christy. Christy, are you trying to slide in at the last second and take Meredith's title for 2020? Maybe. Maybe. 
Oh gosh, do I have stories? And it's this story is why I was missing last. I had every intention to be on the show last week, and then slept through the alarm and or couldn't hear it. Um, depends. <laughs> um, so just a quick rundown of what happened is on December twentieth, um, Jeremy was doing some plumbing work and broke a pipe. And he came running down the stairs and shut off the water. Luckily, we know actually know where the water shut off is. I didn't, but now I do. Um, and then tried to, you know, did some work, ripped out the vanity. We were we were going to, so we've been like saving and coming up with ideas to remodel the bathroom. We're going to do it once COVID was done because having people like in and out of your house is not a good time to have that hot right now. Um, so it was already planned to do that. So he ripped out the vanity. It was all wet. He cleaned up most of the water, um, did one of three trips to home Depot. This was at 10 in the morning, Ugh. fixed the pipe, got a new sink, put that in and, um, turn the water back on. Or I turned the water on. He would call me and say, turn the water on. I turned it on. And it started, water started shooting out of the shower nozzle, not where the water is supposed to come out, but the thing where you turn to turn the water on, which is not a good sign, apparently. And so he's like, shut it off, shut it off. And then um, turned it off and a pipe down the line had broken. So this, we figured that out at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. We realized we have to keep the water off. Um, and we're just going to deal with it in the morning. And I walked into my closet, which is right behind the bathroom and my sock got completely wet. And I was like, Oh, oh great. No. <laughs> great. So then we have to like quickly remove everything really quickly. Um, we were sleeping in the guest room. Wait, is that when we slept in the guest room? Sorry. It, it's, all the days have gone together. Um, I called the insurance the next day because I'm like, this is a lot worse. Um, he maybe could fix it. Who knows? Um, so we get a plumber out in there and they said, oh, yeah, this stuff. This just, you just look at it and it breaks. It's this old type of PVC piping that they don't actually even put in houses anymore because it's so fragile. It just like turns into dust. And so we're like, oh, great. Man, what were um, they doing in the mid 90s? Construction wise. No, I mean, probably cheaper is better. Yeah. So I'm like, does that mean that's all of the plumbing in our house? Yeah, that's true. So now the only good plumbing is the one in the bathroom. So we had, they had to rip out the drywall in the closet to access the pipes and pulled up the carpet and cut it with the Zacto knives and pulled out the padding. And then it also started dripping downstairs um, so we had these giant fans, like Bobby said, I was sleeping in a hot wind tunnel and that's exactly what it felt <laughs> like. We, since it happened so late at night, we couldn't really get help. So the next day we were able to flush the toilet because we get bucket, buckets of water from our neighbor's house. <laughs> I'm just picturing, uh, Jeremy walking with one of those big yep. long poles over his shoulder with a bucket <laughs> on each side and may, maybe Pretty one much. more balanced on his head. <laughs> You just would, we would constantly have these buckets everywhere to flush the toilets. And then the insurance company, I was finally like, we cannot have our water on until we can get a plumber out and they can't fix it until this is done. And so it's like three different companies we're working with. And I said, we need to stay in a hotel. Like we can't not shower for 
undetermined amount of time. So they let us stay in a hotel. It was the first snow. So there was like all this like the whole hotel basically was filled with people who were having flooding issues. God. Um, (laughs) And like roads were closed. So getting to the hotel was like this huge ordeal. But um, we survived that. But now we have to have people come in. And we just decided just to do the remodel now because why put it together and the insurance is going to pay for some things so why do it twice so Mm -hmm. that is what we're doing but that means like right now we have the people coming in to demo the floor and start that process and then contractors coming in to bid the jobs well at least you'll get a fun bathroom out of it but it totally sucks (laughs) it does suck but um i hadn't made like design decisions yet and yeah, so now all of a sudden i have to and i'm yeah. really bad at this stuff so me too well, christy you need to share with me because we're gonna start to redo our bathroom because we have a very gold mid-90s bathroom that sucks uh, uh, i've i've been in that bathroom yeah and uh i believe i remember a moment when will sort of started kicking a hole through a corner of the, of <laughs> no, <what? it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah no it's terrible it's garbage it's like such trash and i need to uh redo it but i'm also really bad at making decisions i this is why i want to be rich because i want to hire somebody to say here are three options pick one and be like and to know what i like and to cater to me and so i don't have to like go through and go to different stores and blah blah blah. i oh i just think if i if i was rich then i wouldn't work course because i'm rich yes and then i'd be great at it (laughs) (laughs) yes because i'd have all the time and money is not a limiting factor right yeah so i can go for what i really like instead of the like kind of similar but also way cheaper version of yeah this is what i can afford version exactly well and because because we hadn't finished saving for it it's definitely you know not going to be as great as i wanted and i don't have any ideas and also, it's a really tiny bathroom, so the options are very limited of what we can actually do. But mm-hmm. it was literally falling apart. Like, the drywall was soft in areas mm-hmm. before this even mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Like, we would just slap, like, seriously just slap caulking on the wall to be able to make it so it didn't, like, fill with water. <laughs> that lived in here before did some really fucked up stuff in uh, this house. <laughs> we actually did that in the apartment when we moved in i shouldn't say we sam did all the hard work because she enjoys that stuff but we moved in and the tiles around the window in the shower because it's that age of apartment where there is a window in the shower um the tiles were just like separated from the wall and the caulk was so old that it was just open and when you took a shower water would just go into the wall <laughs> and there was tile there were tiles that had just fallen off and were just carefully set next to the tub (laughs) on the shelf under the sink and so we just the caulk in there is now just gobbed on so thick because we figured better to have the tiles glued on and waterproofed Mm -hmm. than to be off and so we just didn't bother trying to do it neatly she just sort of slapped it on there and now it's just it's comically bad it looks like a child Uh, it looks like you know what it looks like it looks like a gingerbread house (laughs) 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 to bring it full circle here back to an earlier episode um uh, and yet, every time I try to eat it, it's disgusting. <laughs> Bobby, don't do it. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the people who lived here before decided to caulk all of the toilets onto the floor, which I guess you're not supposed to do anyways. But it looks like a kid putting toothpaste on their brush where it's like all <laughs> over the place. And just, and they use gray. Like, why would you? No. So it always looks dirty. <laughs> God, that's awful. 
<laughs> so I'm so glad it's getting done, but um, just not uh, it's just a terrible time. And yeah. um, you guys might get to hear some noise from it because they're upstairs doing that right now. Are you, are you still intermittently making camp at a Hilton Garden Inn or something? No. <laughs> I did, What's the Bonvoy one? That's where I was. Oh, well, there, I mean, there are many. Uh, many but, Bonvoy uh, properties. Like a, a courtyard? Courtyard, That's yep. probably the right price point for an insurance-paid hotel. <laughs> well, and they said as soon as the water goes on, we they don't, they're not supporting it anymore. Right. Uh, so you can run so. the hose into the 55-gallon drum and stand <laughs> in it for a while. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, we can have the water on now, which is good. Okay. Good. good. And the Christy, buckets are empty. I don't know if I missed this, but is this the master bedroom or Elliot's bathroom? Our bathroom, yeah. So the one oh. in our bedroom. Okay, I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, that one needs work too. It's you've seen you've seen the gray caulking that's <laughs> gross. Well, I was just thinking that if you had to rip out the vanity anyway, when you put the mm-hmm. new one in, could you put it up about six more inches? Because every time I dry my hair in there, I cut off at my nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. I I'm when they come to bid the floor i might say hey how much extra would it be to just put it in here too because that that stuff's a mess yeah uh i don't want to own a home i know like a scheme (laughs) stupid again it's just a money factor if you have (laughs) all the money you need and want and makes you comfortable then it's no big deal i know i know i know i still like i have heart palpitations from like you know, barely breaking even, like after we, you know, pay rent or whatever, where it's like, where are we going to get this money? Where is it going to come from? And mm-hmm. it, we don't have that exact situation anymore, but it's still, it's just like, I don't want to spend the money on this. Uh, all of this reminded me that the shower in one of our guest rooms in the Buffalo house only has scalding hot water, like the valve, <laughs> and it just doesn't regulate appropriately and we just never got it fixed because we don't use that shower because we used that room as a den and it just wasn't very often that we needed to shower well in the den uh (laughs) i often do but now i think because we want to rent the house out i suddenly remember we have to get a plumber to fix that before somebody rents the house and sues me yeah Yeah, that's probably a good idea (laughs) so uh christy if there's any silver lining to all of this it's that it reminded me of a minor inconvenience i need to take care of so thank you (laughs) you're welcome uh and what is this about a diet plan for 2021 you're not falling into the trap of a new year's resolution are you no i never have and i i i'm trying I'm trying to embrace my body. (laughs) Not literally, uh, but you know. It's a very different kind of show, if it's literal. As my therapist says, you can't hate yourself into loving yourself. You have to accept yourself the way you are before you can change anything. Huh. I know. Isn't that good? You you can't hate yourself into loving yourself. Um, I, my, really quickly, one time I read something from a therapist, not mine, but it was like, anxiety is not intuition. And I was like, oh, that's really good too. Oh, (laughs) interesting. That'll stick with you. Uh, So I always try to make New Year's Eve just a little special for myself alone in my home. I didn't go out and party when it wasn't a (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, fuck, let's go to the, like, most crowded bar in Minneapolis. (laughs) Yeah, you can totally see me doing that, right? Yes. But a lot of times I like like to bake something 
weird, not weird, but like something I wouldn't necessarily bring into work and maybe watch a movie or whatever. And I thought, what can I do to make this just a little bit more special? And I thought, I know, I'll make a baked potato. And that's how low my standards are, friends. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I've decided that I'm going for an all potato based diet in 2021. (laughs) Yes, I'm, I'm in. I have tips as someone who's been on this diet for a long time. <laughs> Starting from the fact that my mother has now given me two batches of leftover mashed potatoes from Christmas dinner, uh, which I just finished the second batch of this morning for breakfast. Thank mm, you very much. Nice. But I got on this baked potato kick and I thought, God, I wish, let's just see what I can do to jazz this up a little bit. So I went to delish.com and I found an article that says nine ways you never would have thought to stuff a baked potato. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is an interesting small talk, but this is a recipe I need to share with you. Um, Okay, so anyway, we go through the list. Broccoli cheddar, whatever, boring. Chicken Alfredo, I don't think so. Uh, everything bagel. Excuse me, I'll just have a bagel, not a potato. If that's the green bean casserole, no. BLT. Wait, is boring. this to put on top of a baked Wait. potato? Yeah, these are all baked potato <laughs> top. And then we get to number oh. six on the list: jalapeno popper. And Ooh, I thought, hmm, hmm that's want to know how you make this, friends? You take some cream cheese. Doesn't specify how much, so I used half a brick. You mince up a jalapeno and mix them together. You put that baby on the top of that baked potato, sprinkle on some mozzarella cheese, and some breadcrumbs for a little crunch. Mm. I'm telling Obviously. you. That I'm actually sounds you, really good. It's really good. This is my public service announcement. Jalapeno popper, baked potatoes. I'm into it. Yeah. Recipe that in the show delicious. notes, or did that was that it? That's I mean, the I recipe, that Bobby. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> just uh, smash that subscribe button, everybody. Sorry, just... They did not give any kind of recipe other than the things you use on the, in the yeah. article. So... Use as much as you want. <laughs> I'll say I didn't put the entire half a brick of cream cheese on the potato. I probably mm. used half of that. So. I'm going to make another one tonight. Yes. I mean, I like- I, go, just go crazy. I feel like there's unlimited options. If these are the suggestions, you can mm-hmm. do anything you want. I like to make a baked potato with um, Franks and cheddar cheese. Oh. Would eat. eat. Yes, absolutely. There's mm-hmm. a, also buffalo chicken, Mexican, boring, pepperoni pizza. Just like, have pizza. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's it. It was nine. I feel like we could come up with some like better ones. If yeah. jalapeno poppers are an option, like I don't know, everything. like it's open to everything. Now I'm just thinking of appetizers like mozzarella sticks, <laughs> a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> well, also we have to keep this low on the labor end of the yes. scale. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. You do not want it to be yeah labor intensive. Just drop on a that. fish stick on there. <laughs> I, know. I don't want to turn into Meredith where I'm like. I spend all day in the kitchen. <laughs> one potato. I mean, Meredith's food looks real good, but I don't have the enthusiasm for anything other than baking to spend all yeah. day in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend an air fryer for baked potatoes. Oh. Makes them good and crispy. How long does it take? You know, I don't know. <laughs> A while. I just keep testing it. 
<laughs> I mean, the the like rule of thumb is to take it. So like if you get a frozen food, you take it down 10 degrees and you cook. No, turn it down 20 degrees and cook it for 10 minutes less. Um, but I don't know if I trust that. So I just keep testing. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you need a lot of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, you, we should, you should make a calendar or something. Uh, you should do 365 <laughs> potato, uh, you know, baked potato augmentations. And then for 2022, we can put out a T-sheet page a day potato calendar. Mm. Oh. Potato a day. I'm into it. I like it. I like yeah. it. Well, it's got to be better than Dilbert. God, definitely <laughs> there was that guy's a creep but there was a when i worked at the post office that we had like a, we sold dilbert calendar you know day you know whatever calendars and i thought they were so funny i thought it was the funniest thing and i had never worked in an office before and i was like this is hysterical right. oh the 90s were peak dilbert we oh, yeah. thought it yeah. was hilarious <laughs> uh i was a kid in the 90s and thought dilbert was hilarious i think i had dilbert no i know i had dilbert books <laughs> like like oh, wow. how other people have far side comic books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had Dilbert books because obviously, uh, you know, interoffice. You were always first... an eighty year old man. Yeah. <laughs> so at ten, you're like, oh, these office jokes. They're great, hysterical. <laughs> On the upshot, my politics have never drifted into Scott Adams territory. God, he's great. <laughs> I actually emailed him once, and he emailed me back. What? Really? He was one of the earlier people to have like a website. And he would just write funny articles and stuff. And I seem to remember he had a, an enemies list of, like, people who must be defeated at all. This is a joke, not, like, his real enemies list that he has now. And I, like, contributed a suggestion. Like, I think, I don't even remember what who it was. I think you should have this person on your enemies list. And he wrote back, like, thanks, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my brush with the far right. Do you remember who it was? No, I remember Fabio was on his list. <laughs> oh, what did Fabio ever do? Well, I don't know. Probably it's weird that it, he was Scott Adams 69 at netzero.com or <laughs> web TV or something. This is totally off the subject, but I was looking, I had to get a website for, or I'm trying to get a website for one of our properties and going through like GoDaddy to see if things are available. And the th- suggestions that they give me are so stupid. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's not even just a dot .co, but it's, you know, dot .tv, dot uh, whatever. You can dot mm-hmm. .office, dot blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nobody is going to go to that. Right. Yeah. Stop it's trying a to make fun a idea, thing. but you're like, this is a Chinese scam, <laughs> isn't it? Totally. <laughs> yep. you, you wouldn't go to uh, uh, Austin Office Development dot pirate pickle ship <laughs> i mean it, i would you but... know it, it projects a certain kind of professionalism i guess <laughs> uh, like we don't know just a quick endorsement for the google uh domain service after years of dealing with like godaddy and hover.com which is fine google actually has a really good domain purchasing and so like the stupid by the way i think cheese off dot space finally expired i did not renew it so we should probably scrub that off our marketing (laughs) but like i bought a url recently for work and just turning it on and then redirecting it took about two minutes with google domains so all right thanks for the work tip yeah no problem (laughs) without meredith on here uh to do some google shilling 
for uh, for Gregory. I just figured somebody better do it. That's true. Yeah, Google's Google family now. Hurting. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, let's uh, move on to the mailbag, shall we? We shall. We had a great question of the week last week, really and ultimately a selfish question of the week, <laughs> in which we hoped that you, the listeners, would do a little show planning for us <laughs> so that we wouldn't have to think too hard. But we asked uh, what you would like to hear from Tishi in 2021. What kind of segments would you like? What would you like us to focus on? Anything you like in particular. Um, shall we start with the voicemail we received? Oh, yeah. Yes. I think uh, from uh, one grumpy old liberal. Grumpy old liberal here. Long-time listener. First-time yeller. Just wanted to call in to say... Wait a minute. Hey, you Republicans, get off my lawn. Damn Republicans, always trying to make me pay more for my health care. Anyway... Love the show. And in answer to your question of the week, I think you should have more of your listeners on to harass and harangue your other listeners. And I think that would be a a great show. The other thing is, I think we should have a section or a segment on Anne Lundholm's anger. She scares me. I think it's wonderful. I think she should do a segment each week or so in which she just talks about who she wants to kill because she's angry with them. I'd live at that. <laughs> anyway, happy new year to you all. And may it be a better year than this obvious dumpster fire of one. And one more thing. Hey, Trump, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Take care. Bye. Uh, thanks, but I mean, grumpy old liberal. <laughs> um, what do we think of his suggestions? More listeners on to harangue other listeners. <laughs> I mean, I like the anything that makes less, less work for us. <laughs> so. I'm not sure that it would, but I would love that. We've already talked yeah. about having more guests on. Yeah. Um, and we used to, I mean, we talked about our traveling microphone that we used to send around. And I just think that with 2020, we've all been forced to um, come to some basic competency with um, over the internet uh, audio Recording. communication. Yep. And um, we're also all very accepting of um, less than stellar audio quality. So yep. we should be able to make this work. I think so. I like mean, that. when every third commercial right now is a joke about a guy not wearing pants on Zoom and then his camera comically falling low. <laughs> <laughs> a tubin, if you will. Oh. Tubin esque. I wonder if that's how the mar- like the advertising marketers do it. Like, well, it's going to be tubin esque. Um. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Nothing sells Folgers like Jeffrey Tubin's tick. <laughs> So, uh, of course, I was fascinated with this. I think we sort of got the same sense of schadenfreude as we did about the college admissions scandal, Mm -hmm. right? Like, who really got hurt other than, you know, the people that got hurt? But so I listened to or read all these articles about this, and they're all like, but why would he do it on a work meeting? And I'm like, really? 
Are you people that dense? He did it because it was a work meeting. Because it gave him a thrill to know that he was doing this while interacting with powerful colleagues, many of whom were powerful women. Come on, guys. Not that hard. No, I like. like That's actually exactly what some of them said when they saw it. (laughs) sorry sorry Uh, uh, um i love this is totally off the subject but i love like the college admission scandal that's great jeffrey tubin i mean whatever it's gross but you know mildly enjoyable to read about and now the final gift of 2020 was hilaria baldwin my name (laughs) twin hillary hayward she's from boston i mean of all places she's from boston Anyway, that one was, it was just a gift that kept on giving. Like, yep. it was, it was wonderful. I've never really paid attention to her because by the time she and Alec Baldwin got together, I was kind of off of the Baldwin train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, ah, I don't really want to pay attention to his personal life. But boy, this like broke big for the I end know, of 2020. It was, perfect. it was perfect. I think it was like everybody really needed it. Because she seemingly, I mean, I vaguely followed her because... You know, what do I do with my time except follow like she is like an influencer and very proud of her body after baby kind of deal and she always seemed like an asshole to me so I was like yes yes <laughs> I knew you were full of Chicks shit all the boxes yeah <laughs> como se dice cucumber in English <laughs> I love that the cucumber emoji has come to mean her <laughs> stupid i love it it's i think that i learned about this on christmas and i was like this is the best gift i've ever what what (laughs) yes i need it i need it um so what were we talking about (laughs) having more (laughs) listeners on the show (laughs) i know please Um, and Grumpy Old Liberal's other suggestion was that he wants to see a segment here a segment i guess where I talk about who I want to kill. Hey, I Scott, like Adams Scott Adams. Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think I have an anger problem? <laughs> I don't no, think, I think we should say kill because then that you know you have motive, and I don't I don't like that. Because if true. you do kill them, true. we can just do a hate list like uh, the Dilbert guy. Yeah, mm. right. I was listening back to an old Tishi. I don't know why. I just did. And um, we said that we should have a segment one point called Stop Embarrassing Yourself, where we talk about all the people who are doing embarrassing things in the news. I mean, it was suggested by Mike, of course, because that's a very Mike thing. But I was like, "Mm, I could get on board with that. (laughs) Yes. He was on the show at the time, which makes it Tishi's intellectual property, which means we can still do it. We own it. Yep. It's stamped. But um, not to like bring up my therapist again. But um, she convinced me that I actually do have some anger issues. I spent my whole life like being, you know, very calm and happy and everything's great and I'll make it better for everything. And she's like, no, I think you're a very angry person. I was like, what? (laughs) And uh, I think I do have some things down there. I have some feelings that have been repressed for a very long time that need to come out. It's like whack-a-mole. You can't keep them down the whole time. You got to let them rise up. We're still talking about Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, is when you uh, work really hard to keep your emotions bottled up, then when you finally start letting them out, you're not really that in control of them. Like yeah. I haven't had that much practice. So sometimes yeah. they come out a little strong. 
Uh, yeah, I think Dave would agree with that. He's like, whoa, where did that come from? This this could be a positive experience that I could work through like my anger calibration with the Tishi audience. <laughs> I know we could have like a level like a, you know, like a heat rating of, of mm-hmm. anger. Like this one I'm really pissed at, but this one's just like an, an annoyance. Like stop mm-hmm. trying so hard. And you guys could be like, mm, and do you think it really deserves that high of a rating? And I feel like, well. <laughs> would, like would we really just convert the ho ho hos to this? <laughs> it's a ho ho jalapeno popper baked potato. <laughs> That's true. I could start writing things by poppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, thank you, grumpy old liberal for that entertaining voicemail uh we got a few responses well not a few a lot there was some good discussion on the question of the week post on facebook uh john says more of Anne teaches baking i like it i I like like this i I like it too now that we have like kind of know how to do it a Mm -hmm. little bit Mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's super fun i mean i'm very nervous about it because i'm not good at baking (laughs) but i like it though but think about this you've done pie dough which is famously one of the things that scares even experienced bakers the most. So you conquered that hurdle, baby. No, everything else is gravy. I can do it. I'll have to think about some more things that might work really well on the podcast, but that would be I would like to do an episode on gravy. gravy. (laughs) I'm not a gravy champion. I don't understand why gravy is hard. I don't feel like it is. Because it can get lumpy and you have to do it just right or it's too thin or too you know too thick i don't know i think people are getting too twisted up about it mm-hmm. but okay so bobby you can lead the gravy train <laughs> with pleasure <laughs> sorry uh, julie says more of everything please i've been really enjoying the topics the format and all of you i'm so happy you created it but since you asked i do miss mike how about a guest appearance well, he died, so... I mean, if we do some sort of seance, <laughs> yeah, the Ouija board out. The Ouija board. <laughs> but, you know, those have unintended consequences. <laughs> I know. Pandora's box. What are we opening here? You know, I, I you communicate... You can't close that door. I communicate with Mike from beyond the grave, but it's usually just <laughs> Sunday afternoon football banter. I, I don't think anyone would be interested. Uh-uh. <laughs> Uh, Alicia says, loved the movie-themed road trips. They reminded me of those VH1, I love the 80s slash 90s, etc. series. Now that Mike is dead, perhaps a musical <laughs> milestones show? Like, these are the songs that say childhood, middle school, college, happy, sad, etc. Hmm. I like that idea. I, I mean, you. I can do a and whole segment a- on college and the gin blossoms. <laughs> uh <laughs> And we I have, have a we, Spotify list. Oh my god! Yes, and we how I thought it was like, "Hey Chelsea," and I have a friend named Chelsea, and we would like sing that to her, like, "Hey Chelsea." Oh hey, no! Chelsea. See, I used to. I my roommate loved the gin blossoms, and I used to annoy her by singing, "Hey Jelly Bean, hey Jelly Bean." <laughs> Toad the wet sprocket. Also, and, oh my god, that was a good it, song. That one song that they had. Mm-hmm. Really good song. Actually, in my head, it is like Toad the Wet Sprocket, the Gym Blossoms, and the Goo Goo Dolls. Like, kind of are like like the same. inextricably linked. They're what about like, Soul Asylum? Soul Asylum. Oh my gosh! I yes, put Dan them Perner. in that same. Yes. <laughs> and then you move on uh, to the later '90s, and you have like Big Bad Voodoo 
daddy yeah. and the <laughs> squirrel swing kind of dippers. Thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when all oh. those like big band swing. <laughs> yep. Things Are we going to have some cherry pop and daddies talk? Because that would be. <laughs> I'm How here did we for let it. that happen? How did we let that happen? That's disgusting. Yeah, I had a friend, my friend Bill went and interned at Microsoft that summer of the uh, swing revival. And he came back to campus and my God, was he a big man? Because obviously that all um, originated up there. And uh, he was had girls that he was doing the like swing them around his back and flip them over his shoulder. And we were like, oh, my God, he can really do it. <laughs> oh, God, the 90s. I had yep. moves. I'm yeah. not going to let's not get into it because I have like I said, <laughs> I have a heart out in an hour and a half here. We don't have time for this. Oh, yeah. But. OK, 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 OK. Um, oh, by the way, Alicia, we're not done with the movie themed road trips. We just took mm-hmm. a little bit of a break yep. because the holidays. Well, <laughs> You know, we have the Jamboree on Tuesday and then we record on Saturday and watching like four to five movies in that time period is sometimes like it's the biggest workload of any of the shows yeah. we do. Yep. Yes. Although it's fun, right? I don't mind watching anything, but sometimes it's a challenge to get it all in. So we sort of um, just ease back on that. But, you know, we're going to have this DC thing coming up. So maybe we'll relaunch the franchise at uh, that point. Susan says, don't leave us. We're not going. Please. Don't worry, Susan. Where are we going? Yeah, none <laughs> of us have anything better going on. You know what Hillary said about when she makes friends, she keeps friends? Yeah. We I'm can't get away anywhere. from her. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I can't uh, leave Aunt, me. Anne Louise says, I am embarking on a major home renovation project in 2021, so I am ready for all the money pit stories and lessons learned. Uh, Christy, do you have yeah. a certain type of PVC pipe you want to tell Anne Louise not to use? They don't even sell it anymore, I don't think. so. <laughs> so uh, Renee says, def a catch-up with Mike Frizzell, and then just more of all of it. You make me LOL and give me something to look forward to each week. Oh, oh Renee, again, Mike is dead. <laughs> so it's seance or nothing. <laughs> Uh, and Megan says, I can never get enough lady scientists or moms on the pod. The goop episode was awesome. Although I always enjoy. Um, and then she t- typed something that I read as Bosley. B-O-Z exclamation point, exclamation point, Y. And that Mike guy. So that's so, Bobby's new nickname, obviously. Yep. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how Megan could have got her fingers misaligned on the keyboard to type Bosley. Maybe maybe a dog jumped on her lap. Bosley. Yep. Yeah. This is a I real like Charlie's it. Angels situation. We the moms on the pod have been talking about an, the next episode and it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go with the team. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea because I'm not in that conversation. So I look forward to it too. <laughs> I could listen to a whole nother episode about um, mom bloggers, frankly. I know. There, I, well, this some... is going to be close. Yeah. We'll just say yeah. that it's in the same same genre. Phyllis yeah. finding out about the mom blogging community <laughs> is one of the best things I've ever heard. Oh, God. All right. Guys, thanks for your suggestions. We will use them. I'm really actually like thinking about the music one. I mean, I've gotten down a mm-hmm. in my brain a '90s rabbit hole of white guys singing 
but like it's not it's not like grunge because that's too specific it's like the after effects of grunge Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean we haven't even talked about delamitri oh my god oh my god (laughs) uh as a one-time long-time trivia host roll to me is the best short filler song because it's like two minutes long (laughs) okay wait what was the guy there's a guy i think he wrote spring awakening he wrote the music for it um oh shoot Mm. hold on sorry that was good music it but he also was like a 90 duncan chic um oh duncan chic i didn't know he wrote that music yeah i'm pretty sure he did but he also like yeah that one song like i am barely breathing and we used to joke that you could just say the words like he's not singing he's just going like i am barely breathing and like i can like (laughs) see it and i can't find the air (laughs) the other one is if if i ever hear Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. Oh my god! I fly into a rage. <laughs> I want to kill something. Talk about my anger issues. Oh man! But see, now I'm like enjoy. Like it like brings me back to being at camp or something. But it is so his stupid face. Oh my god! I remember it so well. He was married to somebody too that was like really too young. Anyway, we're not going down this rabbit hole now. We can do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've already gotten far too far down <laughs> no, this path. I'm so sorry. Okay, quick, quick, medium talk. Okay, medium talk, medium talk. Okay, we're moving on. We're talking in the jambo. We're trying to come up with ideas. We obviously do not want to talk about New Year's resolutions because that's bullshit. What I still have one from last year because I hate myself, but I still want to do a pull up and get famous. <laughs> Neither of those have happened. Um, I'm not even lying. I did put Let's those call on. A, a micro goal and a macro goal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to we, figure out how you could train for both of those at the same time, and I'm pretty sure it's an Instagram account of some kind. <laughs> Hillary does a pull-up. Topless. Topless pull-ups. Oh, God. No. We're getting into the pre-roll again. <laughs> well, then, you, yeah, you could be a cam girl, and then you get famous. I mean, sure. Bring some money in. <laughs> well, let's do it. Um, so we're talking, what should we talk about this week? And I had had this a long time ago when blogs were really still a thing and I, you know, wanted to do something creative, I guess, at my commercial real estate job and I wasn't actually doing anything, I decided, oh, I'm going to start a blog. And I started and then didn't have anything to write about. But the one of the things I thought about <clears throat> was how Con- growing congratulations up... Congratulations on being almost every blogger, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I remember from the era of blogs is going to someone's blog and seeing a post from 2007... <laughs> And then a post from 2009 that said, I'm really going to get back to this. (laughs) And nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was me. I don't even think I attempted the first one. I can't even remember what it was. But I remember thinking an idea was growing up in the 80s and 90s, like how brand loyal I was and my family was to certain things. And the one that I remembered the most was my parents were MCI people. Like we used MCI as our long distance carrier. We did not use AT&T or Sprint. I was like, disgusting. We use MCI. That's what we use. And like, couldn't understand how people could use the others. Why I had such an affinity. I'm sure that the pricing was the same. Like, I don't think that it was dramatically different, but I just remember we were a very specifically brand loyal household. And I think it's so funny in retrospect because I, I somewhat am still, but I'm actually now like whatever's both cheapest and works the best is kind of my like go to on that. But, um, but yeah, some of the ones that we talked about were phone companies or toothpaste or, you know, even like newscasts that we would watch. Now that's a, you know, that has holds a different 
leaning right. today. That landscape has changed yes. totally. Yes. But but we were an ABC family. We you know, we didn't watch it. We watched Peter Jennings. That's who we watched. And he also I that was like my first crush, I think, because he was very handsome. R.I.P. He Peter was. Jennings. He was. But we started talking about it and we it quickly was like, oh, my gosh. Yes. And there was such like dichotomy is the wrong word because there were often, you know, three or four. But it really there was a clear answer. I feel like in every household, it didn't mean it right, make it right. But it was definitely something that we I think growing up in yeah the 90s, you, you thought about. Right. There were very it was set up in like big pairs, big rivalries, sort of the two dominant players, like going back to our um, Olympics episode when we talked about the decathlon in the yes. 80s, 90s, and it was Dan versus Dave, you know, mm-hmm. and there's like a hundred decathletes, but yeah. all we cared about was Dan versus Dave. So it, it we tried to come up with mostly things where that sort of was a like a binary consideration. Yes, yes. Where it was one versus the other, mm-hmm. sometimes versus the other, but that's pretty much it. But yes, for sure. Should we go down this list, just like kind of bullet point? That yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe we won't have a lot to say about some of the stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start. McDonald's versus Burger King. And well, no, see, this just proves my point. Nobody ever says McDonald's versus Burger King versus Wendy's versus no, no, you know, no, no, it's no. McDonald's versus Burger. King. It's McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're a McDonald's household and my parents um i think we went out to fast food like every couple of weeks when my mom was just like i cannot cook another dinner i you know we need to go do this but my parents always tried this semi-fiction of still being healthy at mcdonald's so like Mm. we were the (laughs) the um, family that got the mcleans oh my god the mcleans that is the most (laughs) 90s Um, and remember the salad shakers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where yes. it was, I guess it was now like a like a drink cup where the, all <laughs> the, they all have like the so bubble gross. lids. And yeah. then, so for people, for the young folks listening, those salad shakers were the salad contents were like in the cup, which was like the size of a medium beverage, sort of mm-hmm. all packed in there. And it came with the packet of dressing. So you poured the dressing on there and then you put the bubble top on and you shook the salad up so that the it would coat all the salad with the dressing and so it's like the precursor to like those you know bespoke um jar like salad jars that yes. I'm sure right, you know with the mason jars or whatever can we remember that the cheese kind of was fuzzy because <laughs> oh there was probably so much preservatives on it to be able yeah. to like stay around forever that it was like chalky or fuzzy and also um, that the dressing <laughs> yeah. that means it's old cheese i i know that from my uh, taco john's experience i had a a manager at taco john's who just got obsessed about making sure we refilled all the um containers whenever like so you go through the lunch rush and you'd be like oh my god the cheese is starting to get low but what she would do was that she would just compulsively fill everything up the moment that it got even like an inch low and Mm -hmm. so the bottom layer was like cheese that had not seen the light of day (laughs) and i was like can't we just use it all up and then refill it yeah you gotta You've you bring another f- one and you dump it on top. Right. That's you got to spifo that. That's classic food <laughs> inventory. First yes. in, first she, out. She definitely had some traumatic experience, I think, that made her terrified of running out of 
something like um an in more recent experience working at the gift store one time we ran out of cash register receipt paper in the mm. middle of a christmas rush oh. and since then my boss has had like 25 rolls at all times of cash register paper so i think this cheese thing was definitely a but but you're right, Christy. It does get kind of fuzzy and looks sort of dull and almost white. Yeah, and and, and there the dressing pack was big and the cup was small. Like there yes. was way too much dressing per cup. Yep, yeah. It was just iceberg lettuce and carrots mm-hmm. chopped up with cheese. Yeah, what they call like spring mix in yeah. the grocery <laughs> store. The fear of running out of cheese is real and reasonable i just want to justify that part of your taco john manager's life experience nobody wants to run out of cheese and also when i was a kid due to poor management from my mother we would occasionally run out of toilet paper oh no which is which is why to this day i have toilet paper hiding in places that even (laughs) sam doesn't know about we we will we never ran you were ready for this quarantine yes (laughs) I have I have stockpiles of first and second tier brands of toilet paper in strategic reserves the way our country was supposed to have masks yes. and PPE. <laughs> um, anyway, when I worked at Olive, versus Burger King. <laughs> when I worked at Olive Garden one night we ran out of breadsticks and oh that was hell. Just oh close. my god. I know. The manager was like in the back smoking. She didn't even smoke and she's just like pacing back and forth. Not Give me a heater. <laughs> Give it to me. Why 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 stay open? Just just lock the doors and say yeah, I'm sorry. We're done. Just, yep. You might as well have had a power outage or yep. something. Uh yeah. Um Bobby, are you McDonald's? Well, I I am complicated about this. This was the first one we came up with in Jambo. I am now McDonald's, but, and and for all the obvious reasons, the the order is the food's more reliable. And unlike Burger King, which will just try some random ass different thing every three (laughs) months just to just try to capture imagination. uh, You know, McDonald's is you're going to get it. It's going to be steady and it's going to be kind of more or less what you expect from it, even if it's at a rest stop or whatever. And if, if, did anyone, did we all watch The Founder? No, a sort of mediocre no. movie about the McDonald's founding with story. Michael Keaton. With is Michael Keaton, yeah. the movie is fine, but the story is actually really good because they they were so rigid early on about the food consistency at every location, and that's something that's still true at McDonald's. But when I was growing up, the um, older woman who lived across the street from us, Mrs. Austin, uh, rest in peace, um, worked at Burger King, and she was like the only old person there because she was old even when I was young and she worked at the chicken sandwich station and she would have a midday break. She worked the day shift. And so I would go visit her on her break and she would bring me like a breakfast sandwich from the kitchen. And so like, I have personal fond memories of going to Burger King as a kid. So once in a while I will still go get, you know, a breakfast sandwich or, or a, a burger and some a rodeo cheeseburger and some more onion rings because I like the Burger King onion rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but McDonald's is obviously the reliable answer. Yeah, I was a like I said before. I'm not sure if I've ever been to a Burger King before. I don't know. I don't have a memory of it. It was definitely not our. I don't even know where there is one. It, like I, it just was not a part of it. I mean, I was aware of Burger King, but it was not. It was always McDonald's. In fact, I had a McDonald's birthday party when I was four years old. So McDonald's was you know, a part of my, my birthday celebration and also my life. But yeah, for sure. I, I think I've had an onion ring cause that was 
My mom likes onion rings, so maybe we ventured there for that. But that's all I remember. Definitely McDonald's. Burger King was also just closer to most of the places I lived when I was a kid. And and in fact, at one point, we lived in an apartment that was just a couple doors down from that same Burger King. And so, like, when you're a kid and you've got, like, a, a large handful of change and a bike and you crave garbage food... The Burger King was the easy option. Christy. Um, McDonald's. But I do love the onion rings, even though there's probably not one onion in it. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> the key. Yep. But my GM was the um, orange drink. Do you guys remember oh, that? Sure. Oh. And why did yeah. they take it away? I'm so mad about it still. Um, I wanted for my high school graduation just one of those big coolers filled with orange drink. Yep. I didn't get it, but that's what I wanted. Um, I It's hard because I don't eat meat, but they both do a good no meat cheeseburger. The Burger King one is a little bit more substantial because it's just a Whopper with no meat. And so you get all the vegetables and stuff. Yeah. Mm. But McDonald's. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking about something that you said, Bobby, where... So, that I think you're really right that Burger King would sometimes take a swing at something wild mm-hmm. and unappetizing. <laughs> 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 it's definitely that Burger King is more willing to experiment, but the experiments don't seem to be well thought out. And I, right. so I think it probably attracts people that like to, tr- I mean, Christy, I don't know how Jeremy feels about Burger King, but that seems like, you know, he's always down to try something yeah. weird. Oh yeah. Like, that might be something like I had this vague memory of like a black Whopper or something. So I'm looking it up here. It was the Burger King the Halloween was, Whopper. I think I remember that. The, the, it yes. So gross. If, if it had a black bun, if, if I may re- read this paragraph from mash.com, <laughs> uh, one Twitter user sums up what happened when you ate a Halloween Whopper quote, I heard this makes your poop bright green. Unquote. <laughs> yep. The side effect was so common, the hashtag green poop started trending on Twitter. <laughs> quote, tasted good, but my poop is green days later. Unquote. Another hop- Halloween Whopper t- taster attested. Ooh. I don't know how, they, how it works, but to me it feels that the franchises have more um, leeway. In, like maybe Burger King has, we have a hundred items that are approved and you can just pick and choose because it seems that... Even ones like, because we have two kind of near us, and they seem to have different things. Interesting. Hmm. The different weird things. Like, oh, we're going to try, you know, French toast sticks or whatever. Those are good, mm-hmm. actually. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> And then the other place won't have it. I like the spirit of freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't make me want to eat there more. Yes. Yeah. Because no. I like the consistency. I want... Yep. The, well, I don't even actually know if they have this, but in college, I loved the the number two uh, whatever meal deal where it was like two hamburg two yep. cheeseburgers. That's what yeah. I get. No meat. Two. Che- yep. No. Yep. The number best. two is no meat. My favorite. No mustard. No onion. So two cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And I would die for McDonald's fries. Ugh. And I know that they're like technically not as good as they used to be, but fuck that. They're still really good. I don't care. See, yeah. here's the trick. They're still good. You get a large McDonald's fry. And then you mix up half a brick of cream cheese and some jalapenos <laughs> chopped up. Uh, which I'm like kidding, but eat. actually sounds like it would be amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want that right now. It's just a different kind of poutine. 
Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> we're never going to get out of here. Um, all right. So national news. Like I said, when I was a kid, my parents were ABC people. This is as a kid. So now as an, like a grown up, they've definitely shifted into being more NBC people. I think probably because of N- MSNBC, I'm assuming, because my parents are grumpy old liberals as well. Um, and I mean, obviously, like Fox never like entered the picture. And that wasn't a thing when we were kids, really. I, I don't, I mean, they might have had a newscast, but it wasn't really a thing. But um, the local news. But yeah, we are now an NBC family. Um, and did y'all have a consideration? I feel like we watched the... I don't know. I, I feel like it's the local affiliate that drove yes our mm-hmm. choices you sort of who you liked locally and then you and stayed and watched into... the national stuff yeah and so i think my parents liked the nbc affiliate but i don't remember watching that much well i did watch brokaw but as an adult i have definitely shifted to being a cbs person bobby would would you like to <laughs> state your preference and then we can just talk about this together yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, I, well, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this now because now I'm trying to remember who our local affiliate was because I'm trying to remember the name of the guy who was the local anchor forever and ever. But uh, we were an ABC family growing up because obviously Peter Jennings is Canadian. Uh, oh, yes. of course, of yes. course, of course. So, you know, uh, uh, automatic reference given there. But uh, nowadays, you know, as as grown adults, we are very loyal CBS Evening News. Indeed. Uh, watchers, because, uh, you know, we, we greatly appreciate the acumen and, you know, attractiveness of Nora O'Donnell. <laughs> the, she wears the hell out of a white pantsuit. <laughs> yes, she does. And actually, it's funny. Uh, she she has a few, she goes to a lot of whites, a lot of blues, some reds, occasionally a yellow. And we do judge her outfit every evening. Of I'm also impressed that they have a lapel mic ready for whatever color outfit she's wearing. It always matches. It's very sharp. And and I'm not mad when Margaret Brennan is subbing in either. But I could do with less Major Garrett. Mm. I I would say that continuing on the CBS train, I have been watching. I mean. I always used to leave for work at like 7.15. So I'm talking about watching 15 minutes of the CBS morning news show. But I have liked that since they relaunched it, however many years ago now, with more emphasis on news and yeah. less of just the ridiculousness of mm-hmm. ABC and, it and NBC. It never fit with the, their, the vibe there. Like it didn't work like it does. I don't know. And I don't love it. But we, yeah, my mom was a big Good Morning America person. And that just started to get so goofy all the time. Yeah. Because they were trying to compete with today, I guess. I mm-hmm. made a vow seven or eight years ago as I was watching Good Morning America, and they had Ann Coulter on as an expert on something. And I said, no, this is my breaking point. Anyone who gives that woman legitimacy is a a program that I will no longer be watching. And I haven't watched Good Morning America since then because I'm just like, no, I no. Mm -mm." I don't care so much about morning national news. Um, I I would just, you know, on the weekdays because I just don't really watch anything before I'm getting ready for work. Uh, That's more podcast time. But. I have been a loyal CBS Sunday morning watcher since, uh, I don't know, for a while now in my adult life. And um, it was funny to me when uh, uh, a podcaster we sort of have followed in the past named Luke Burbank, 
ended up doing CBS <laughs> Sunday Morning Story. Who? Who? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Yeah. And ending up in that sort of worlds colliding for me, watching CBS Sunday Morning. And we still pretty pretty regularly tune into CBS Sunday Morning, and then we sit there and try to decide uh, how much Face the Nation we're going to watch before we give up after. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking now about like why I was we were even loyal to ABC as far as like programming goes you know they're like who's the boss I still remember like their lineups for things even though NBC was more popular but I think a lot of it was we were an ABC soap family so that is why mm, we sure. kind of stuck around with, like we're an all my children one life to live general yep. hospital loving what have you family yep. um, you're gonna see a lot of commercials <laughs> for uh, other ABC programming um but yeah i i I just feel like for some reason yeah we were super loyal to it was that tgif was that abc yes it was of course that was a big deal we've (laughs) talked about step by step before uh a friend of mine on facebook just posted just speaking of step by step uh this is just good luck in timing he got a friend request for patrick duffy on facebook (laughs) Oh, <laughs> it, it appears it really to be him? the actual Patrick Duffy, who I think may have gone to the University of Washington. Hmm. Patrick Duffy had a couple of good phases there where he yeah, was like the the sexy heartthrob. And then he was like the, the dilf Bad. for a yeah. while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a total dilf. <laughs> so many kids. Uh, <laughs> Christy, did you did you your family have an opinion on network? Yes, and it was just like you said. It followed the local news. So ours was NBC because my dad had a huge crush on Lori Matsukawa, um, <laughs> who was a newscaster. They also had these yellow jackets that they wear when they're on site, and so it would be like, oh, the yellow jackets are out. Something's happening. It would just be like big yep. traffic jam or. Um, you know, like a lot of snow. And they'd be like, oh, we're at Queen Anne and look at all those people just flying down the hill. Like, so yeah, we were definitely an NBC family. And and I think that um, what really comes into play is the competence of the hiring departments at the local affiliates. Yeah. Because some of the local affiliates here have j- just much higher quality. Yes. People. Yes. Yep. That I so I think it's easier to develop the preference that way because everybody at the the national network is going to be sort of competent and good looking yeah. and all yeah. of that stuff. You may have personal yeah. preference for one person or the other, but sort of as a whole, the news core is going to be good, but not so much at the local level. Yeah. No, I remember no. when Fox, the local Fox, started, and my dad said, do they just recruit people from 90210? <laughs> These people are dumb, and like got really offended by the whole thing. When I, when I was in college, I was an intern at Channel 8, the ABC affiliate, at, for Good Morning Texas. Um, oh my God, it's an I, SNL sketch. <laughs> It was super fun. I mean, really, all I, I didn't do that much. I mean, I, I held, I had to get there super early. This is makes me remember being young because I would go to the bar until two and then I would make out with my boyfriend until three and then I would come home and I'd have to be up at seven because the show started at nine. I had to be there by like, I, mean, I guess I got up at six because I had to be there by like 730 or something and it was downtown and um, then... I would like pull cable. Like I would just have to hold the cable for the camera guys all the time <laughs> as they were wandering around during like a cooking segment or, you know, one of those things. It was fun, but it was, it was, 
I don't think I learned that much except to just do what I'm told to do. That was basically <laughs> it. Was it a paid internship? Oh, no. No. Oh. It was negative pay because I had to pay for parking. I mean, they had to pay for, like, my parents, actually. So, because I'm a brat. So, it was like, I need $2 to park. Thanks. Or I could take the train, whatever. But, yeah, it was, I did not get paid for that. But it was fun. Uh, I was thinking of Don Elhart, by the way, in Rochester, New York, who holds the Guinness World Record for longest career as a television news broadcaster. At This was in 2016. It was 50 years and 179 days. Damn. And I think he's still going in Rochester. And at what point does it get to be cruel? Yeah. <laughs> Trotting him out there. <laughs> like, uh, who was the jam guy? The guy on, um, uh, what was his name? That would do like... Smuckers, how old everybody is. Oh, oh well, no, not Wilford Brimley. <laughs> I know, Will that's about Willard Scott. Oh, Willard, oh, Scott. Willard Scott, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think my mom was like, never, ever do that for me. I don't want you to trot me out like an old, like, look how old Kathleen is. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> says, one milkshake and a glass of whiskey keeps her alive. Like, you know, they always have that yes, one yes. tip. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, moving on. This one is, I, 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 again, felt like this was, this was the dichotomy in the 80s and 90s. Crest versus Colgate. Crest. Crest. Absolutely crest. Crest. And I don't know why. Why? I don't either. Why, guys? Why? why? Because the cavity, keep, uh, cavity creeps. There we go. I mean, and they had the swirl. Like, I like the pump thing that they yep. had. I always thought that I was really cool. I think that they just did better at packaging. Yes. Yeah. And my mom liked AIM. So... <laughs> That was disgusting, but as soon as I could say, we're out of this, um, it was Chris. <laughs> we're out of it. We're done. <laughs> Break free. Dave's mother worked for Colgate. Oh, They must have. And so they were definitely a Colgate family. I, we were not a Colgate family. Like, I all. mean, if you get something I, I for free, I'm always going to do that. Yeah. No. Right. Even my dentist office switched over to the free samples of Colgate. I'm like... What? Trash can. <laughs> um, now I use Sensodyne because my dentist says that's the only one that can actually rebuild, like enamel and like oh. fix things. So, mm. um, I'm an Arm and Hammer, that? baking soda kind of gal. That's that's what I. But yes, Crest back in the day. And actually, I buy Crest for my kids because they would not do Arm and Hammer. They're like <laughs> <laughs> on the Jambo. When I mentioned that my mom at various points in my childhood would brush her teeth with actual baking soda powder, just. Just and, dipping I like, and I was like, yes, please give it to me. I love it. But I think it's actually bad for your teeth because it like brushes away all the enamel. It's like yeah. abrasive. Yeah. yeah. And and I think you and I are loyal to the same variant of Crestin. I can never remember the name of it, but I remember I'll buy the wrong one and be mad and then go yeah. back to try to find the right one. And so when I found it, the last time I found it, I ordered like a three pack on Amazon just because I. <laughs> I don't want the gel. The gel is gross. The gel is right. so yeah. gross. Gel is gross. Gel is uh-huh. gross. Paste only. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. What. um. What podcast advertiser is it? Is it Quip? They've expanded into floss picks, and I don't know. Somebody has... Yes, because the world is being overrun with used floss picks. Yeah, somebody (laughs) is out there advertising some toothbrushing product that comes in either mint or watermelon. And I'm like, watermelon? What? In what world is watermelon the second flavor? It's so gross. It's so when gross. I go to the dentist and they say, oh, you know, we're going to brush your teeth. What flavor do you want? And I'm like, just mint. regular mint. Yeah, mint. I don't want, I'm not I'm an adult. I want mint. You want <laughs> mint or tutti frutti? Well, why is that even the question? <laughs> right. Wild cherry and then maybe a new car. 
<laughs> it, it just doesn't feel um, clean if it's clean. not mint. Yes. To mm-hmm. me. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, Christy, uh, is that um, plumbing construction going on in the background? <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I'm just, no, I, I like wanna, it. I, I, yeah, exactly. It gives us texture and color. I want to reference it so that it doesn't it's need to be lot, edited out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot louder than I thought it would be. <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Now moving on. Wireless companies. And this is sort of on the new. um, I am truly like I Dave worked at Verizon and I think he was loyal to Verizon. They must be somewhat based in Massachusetts or something. I don't know. He liked Verizon a lot. I'm was at Verizon until I got an iPhone. And at the time I got an iPhone, AT&T was the only um, carrier that had it so now i'm att but honestly oh, I have brag no... much in the early days of the iphone yeah <laughs> it was really early on that tip um no i but now i don't give a shit i think probably i wouldn't do like t-mobile or whatever i guess whatever it is but i but yeah i'm att but i also don't give a shit i would say that i'm pretty verizon brand loyal at this point i've been on my parents wireless plan for a few years which is really great because i can conveniently forget to pay my mom um <laughs> oops my bad <laughs> and then six months later i'm like oh i owe you three hundred dollars or whatever but um no i'm pretty good about paying my mom but after my dad died of course she was like reevaluating all this stuff and she was like well i've decided that i'm going to switch carriers I'm going to go with consumer cellular. No. And I was like, I'm too young for consumer cellular. That's a big mistake. But you can send up to three pictures a day. <laughs> and it takes a day for one of those pictures to go through. And she's, she's like, you can come with me if you want. But if you don't want to, then it's time for you to get out of the cell phone plan nest. So I now have my very own Verizon you're such a account. big girl, Anne. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and then when she can't make calls, she'll come back and be on your account. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, I was happy to free freeload off my parents for years until it was, they went, she went to an uncool company. Well, now <laughs> that's a step like too the far. phone that comes with it is like a cricket or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really big numbers. Oh, oh man. No. Uh, Verizon loyal have been. My mom worked there uh, for a little while while I was in high school in like the call center or whatever, and we got Verizon phones then. And somewhere deep in a box somewhere, I still have a StarTac flip phone just waiting as the emergency. Wow. It, was, it was always the emergency backup phone, and now I think because it's not digital, it couldn't even be activated. <laughs> but- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, though Dave would contend that the StarTac was like the best early phone. They're, of course, like, hold their battery life really mm-hmm. well. Uh, they just were good coverage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Christy, do you have an opinion? Um, so I worked at AT AT&T call center right out of college. So I was loyal to them for a long time. And then my sister and best friend started working at T-Mobile. So I went over to that for a while and then recently moved. Um, not recently. I mean, when, um, Jeremy and I decided to combine, um, so whatever I was so nervous I'm like I don't want this to, like you can move I don't into want my house step. but I don't want to have a joint um thing until so I came over to AT&T I wish I could go to T-Mobile it just doesn't work in my house yeah it drops on the freeway it doesn't work downtown if they had better coverage because they have cheaper plans yeah they have well, better that's customer why they service. have worst 
coverage. Exactly. Um, so, and I wish I could be loyal to my sister and my friend, but um, yeah, if they just got Sorry. better coverage, I would be there. Yeah. No, for sure. I, that's always the thing that I've heard about T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's cheap as hell, but, but kind of You spotty. can't make a call, so yeah, it doesn't so. matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were always trying to be like, well, you're always on Wi-Fi. Okay, well then why do, like, no. <laughs> Uh, okay. This one I feel very passionate about that there is only one right answer, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, 7-Eleven v. Circle K. Mm-hmm. We actually tried to come up with, like, what are the national brands of convenience store? And I just think it's a more regional thing yes, for is. the most part. Yeah, so it, it was hard to come to up do with all, any. All other ones. You know, for sure. There was one that Dave used to talk about called Store 24, but they're like mostly closed in Massachusetts. But I am a 7-Eleven loyalist. I like hung out. I mean, I was very clerks. I hung out at 7-Elevens, tried to buy cigarettes at 7-Elevens when I was 16. I love a Slurpee. A slushy mm-hmm. is not the same thing. I have a specific Slurpee order. When I was pregnant with Rory, I wanted all Coke with a dollop of cherry on top. <laughs> um, I love 7-Eleven. Now, when I went to college in Memphis, um, you know, being a Rhodes Scholar and all that, they do <laughs> not have 7-Eleven in Tennessee. And it was oh. such bullshit. It made me weird. so, it was so weird. They weirdly also don't have 7-Eleven like in Houston. Which is also weird. Maybe they do now, but I know when Missy lived there, they didn't. It's weird because Seven um, Eleven was started in Dallas, so you would think that I don't know. It would whatever. Yeah, it would, they would have saturated seven. that market at least. No, I know, but they, and they also don't have them in Louisiana. But uh, yeah, I'm a Seven. Circle K is fine for like getting a soda or something, but it doesn't have all the delights that a Seven Eleven has. Well, I said this when we were talking on the Jambo, but the first time I went to visit my grandparents in Arizona on spring break, what, what? Because, you know, the same yeah, level of, um, of partytude as I do on my New Year's Eve is what I do for my spring breaks. Like, we were driving down the street, and I saw my very first Circle K ever after having watched Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's the Circle K! <laughs> Yeah, that it was exciting. We were like, I've heard, only heard tell of this. I didn't have never seen it in the wild. <laughs> 69, dude. <laughs> We's in the juice. Remember that one? Uh, yes. Just want to oh. isolate Anne's track. Thanks. 69, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I did no. not get that joke. They just really have a favorite number. Uh, Like, oh my God, how would they know what number they were thinking of? (laughs) Oh man. Um, Bobby, do you, did you care about? Not really. Growing up, we didn't have any of the big national chains in Webster. So, uh, what? So our, my go-to would have been the, uh, the local gas station mini mart which was a Cumberland Farms as a kid, which is a bigger chain. And then it became a NOCO, which is a local chain. And now I think NOCO just got handed over to Speedway. So who knows what that local one is now. But um, Boston, I mean, sure, 7-Eleven. I, uh, I, I um, always enjoy finding ones I've never been to before if we're traveling or like I'm on the road somewhere. So I will go out of my way to see what kind of weird snacks I can find at a – at a different type, like the first time you're know, driving through Pennsylvania and getting to a sheets or something Ooh, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's always nice. Um, and so I'll find whatever, whatever like store brand weird flavor of chips or something I've not seen 
Uh, but uh, yeah, no, nothing really for here. Cause just cause uh, didn't have any of them. But yeah, Seven Eleven's great. Fine, sure. <laughs> what is with? We'll call it a subgenre of convenience stores <laughs> with like the double entendre names. Oh, like come and go. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is weird because I kind of feel like the people that opened it like don't actually know that that they're being funny. But how, I don't how know. can they not? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, gross, grody, Christy. Um, did you did they ha- they have Seven Eleven in Washington, right? Yeah. So sure. I would say now is Seven Eleven, but when we went to Kansas City for a Seahawks game, we found a mecca of convenience squares that is called quick trip oh yeah yeah yep we don't have those here yeah and it was like walking i mean if you haven't been to this you need to go they have a milkshake bar they have (laughs) all different kinds of coffee drinks like you can't even imagine how many drinks there are and then the roller food there's all sorts of i mean uh, and you know jeremy he loves the uh, all different types of drinks so we went there probably two to three times a day Mm-hmm. The, oh, we were there. We also How much have, money did Jeremy spend on energy <laughs> on <just> drinks? <laughs> um, also, we have AM, PM. So oh, AM, yeah, PM yeah. That's a West good. Coast thing because I, yeah. I lived have, in the California. You guys Coast. don't have that no, anywhere no. else. Oh, okay. What's good about AM, PM is that they have – I don't even know how they do this if it's only a West Coast thing. But they have special – like so they have their own energy drink. They also have – a special Gatorade like you can only get it at AMPM like different drinks hmm. so I go to there sometimes I mean it's like Bucky's here they have like a oh, whole Bucky's. you know oh. it's psychotic Bucky's is an experience Bucky's, it's not even <laughs> you can't even put it in this category no right. no no I have to when we're driving to Dallas there's one in Temple um that sometimes we'll stop it to go. I, sometimes they won't even go because the kids get too like uh, uh, there's too like, much no, it's overwhelming like, close yeah. your eyes i'll carry you into the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> i have bought a bucky's stuffed animal for bridget which i have no idea where it is it was probably like 20 dollars, and i'm still irritated by it but yeah it. even i do get, get distracted by the food it's like mm-hmm. what, like what i mean I, i'm usually gonna stick to you know getting a diet dark pepper and whatever something else but yeah there's a variety of food there but yeah i do like the 7-eleven because it's simple i, I like a newer one there's a newer one that opened near me that I, I frequent a fair amount, and they're all just laid out the same, and I don't know. They're clean, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I enjoy them. Again, that brand consistency. Yes. They, so they make important. a good um, name brand candy, too. Specifically, the conversation hurts. Oh. Oh. Mm. Well, you are our expert. Yeah. <laughs> on chalky. Yeah, on chalky. <laughs> chalky food. Oh, uh, Okay. This one I have complicated feelings about. Mm-hmm. This is Starbucks versus a little Dunkin uh Ben Affleck's favorite coffee yep. shop, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Starbucks. It feels Starbucks. weird to even have these in the same category. I know. Well, well okay, but, so, but that's what has been sort of oh, set sure. up yeah. in oh, the country. Yeah. Right. yeah. Are, you, are you Starbucks or are you Dunkin'? Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a fair comparison, I think we have to do it. Well, and they've both been trying to get into each other's lanes sort of you know it used to be totally separate and now duncan will have certain things like fancier coffees and starbucks will have more food the question Um, is are you a coastal elite liberal or are you a blue collar coastal elite liberal (laughs) we don't have duncan's here 
they've just started to come into uh, Texas. Uh, Colt McCoy, the former quarterback of the uh, of Longhorns. Colt McCoy. Of course. McCoy. I'm sorry, what romance novel is <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I was going to say. Wait. Wait, what was that Lee Majors, uh, the fall guy? Wasn't his name Colt McCoy or something? Oh God, probably. I need to I'm going to look it up. You keep, yeah. you keep talking. The well, Colt so McCoy when... novel, Beauty on the Bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he, so when Dave and I first started dating, and we lived in Los Angeles, and they do have Dunkin's now in Los Angeles, but they didn't have them when we were there. He would talk about Dunkin' Donuts. Now, I grew up, they had Dunkin' Donuts, but it was... To me, I thought it was a subpar donut shop. I just was like, I mean, the donuts are okay. And Dave was like, eh, no, it's not about the donuts. The donuts are fine. It's about the coffee. And I'm like, what? The, what? Okay. So I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I know. Well, well, like, well, to, to like, be they fair, call themselves Dunkin' Coffee. Dunkin' has rebranded. And they're in yeah, the process just of, recently. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, but they've, they're, they're tightening their brand. And so they are really just going by Dunkin' now. Stupid. Hmm. Well, I remember the donut guy, the, you know, the Dunkin' Donut. Time to make the I mean, donuts. Duncan, who goes by a verb as their name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jocelyn. <laughs> Shout out to Jocelyn. <laughs> um, but I, so when I went to Boston to visit, meet Dave's parents for the first time in 2005, he's like, let's go to Duncan's and we'll go get some coffee. And he ordered, he, but he didn't explain it to me well. He ordered a coffee regular and I got it and I was like, this is delicious and i didn't realize what that meant was cream and sugar cream Cream and and sugar sugar. i just thought it was black coffee and i thought i was being very sophisticated by just liking black coffee but i didn't realize it was you know a pound of sugar (laughs) and a cup of cream in there and it is fucking delicious it's really good get a double double oh lord in heaven if i'm going to be honest i'm more of a starbucks person because they make the best soy latte well and now i'm singing you're singing drops of Jupiter. They do make the best soy latte. Nobody, I don't know, and they don't use anything special. I'm not. I like the egg bites, and I like a soy latte, and that is my order. Now, if I'm in Boston, I will. I mean, obviously, I go to Dunkin', and I they do make a sausage egg uh, cheese on an everything bagel that is delicious. I got it for my birthday last year, and I love it. But I just prefer a Starbucks soy latte. So is that why you're acting like summer and walking like rain? <laughs> I know. Ugh. God, such a dumb song. Ugh. So what do you order if you want it without the cream and sugar? Black. You order yeah. black. And if you're you like to... me, you, you say, I would like my coffee black. That means no cream and no sugar. Because half the time they're not yeah. listening. Or half the time they'll think that black means still the sugar. Yep. Because that doesn't yeah. change the color. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, a uh, quick update: Lee Major's character on the Fall Guy was Colt Seavers. Oh, okay, Colt well, close though. Yeah, Colt. I think that <laughs> that whole um, coffee regular is definitely an East Coast thing because yeah. at the Dunkin' I went to in Palm Springs recently because I was like, I've never been to Dunkin'. We have to go, and then I was like, Oh, okay, that's what this is. My dad got a black coffee, and it didn't have that. Oh, yeah, it totally could be. Yeah. It totally could be. It's like these because most of the Dunkins I go to. Around my husband's uh, house, his, where he grew up, it, they're like old and, you know, they, they've been around for years and years and years. But the coffee regular thing is a New York thing, too. Like, that's everywhere you go. That's yeah. just how it comes. I'm so confused. Coffee regular, standing online. <laughs> standing <laughs> online. Where do they think they are? Yes. Excuse me. Could you please return your carriage to the corral? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Paul McCoy's Wikipedia page, not to get us derailed. Uh <laughs> 
It, under personal life says some media features on McCoy referred to him jokingly as quote the real McCoy because of his performance on the field as well as his leadership and personality. Sure, that is a sure. lie. They refer to him as the real McCoy because that's an expression they remember from school and they can yep. cram a graphic yeah. around yeah. it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. Um, okay, Anne. What are your feelings on Starbucks versus Duncan? Yeah. I don't drink coffee. Oh right. Yeah, well, so but you eat pastries and drink hot chocolate maybe on occasion and oh, listen, pastries in those places are always crap. Yeah, they are crap. <laughs> they don't, are crap. Don't bother with it. Even when Krispy Kreme opened up here and it was one of those things where they built the anticipation so much that it yeah, was like lines, lines around the block mm-hmm. for days. Yeah. And then when I finally stopped in there long after the hubbub was over, I was like, Well, they're donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're fine. They're fine. And, and the stuff in the Starbucks for sure is just, you know, I need a pastry. It, it'll do. It's yes. fine. Well, it, comes, do. it comes in an individual packet like it's in a vending machine, but they kindly open it and put it in a paper sleeve to make it <laughs> sure. feel like, yeah. I, I know when they're like heating up my egg bites and they, yeah, take it out of the plastic <laughs> and put it in the little oven. I'm like, mm, I should have just... Ah, uh, chef crafted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't do... Um, hot drinks or anything because calories man i love a hot chocolate from a starbucks or duncan but i don't like to drink my calories that much and frankly here in minnesota we're more of a caribou country oh right than either of those so those are what's in all the malls but a hot apple blast from i mean that sounds kind of weird but a hot apple blast it sounds like what christy is sleeping in (laughs) yeah for sure I mean, yeah. if you want a weird way to say cider, right? Caribou. Oh, Bobby, do you have? I mean, I'm assuming you're a Duncan. Yeah, I mean, close. I I was um, vehemently anti Starbucks when I was younger because I worked at independent or small coffee shops, sure. and so mm-hmm. Starbucks was the man. And of course, you want to tell the man to go to hell. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I'll go to a Duncan before Starbucks just because it's easier and and uh, you know. I, both of them have reached the point where I'm just going to put my order in on the app and run in and take my drink without interacting yes. with anyone anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. But the uh, Starbucks app has is my savior. game changer. Oh, if I need good. a if I need a breakfast, I'm going to Dunkin' because if I'm that desperate and hungry, I'm I'm going to want just a sandwich and some yeah, Dunkin'. Um, we've plugged it. I feel like we've talked about it before, and he is a very very trash human being. But speaking of Affleck's, uh, the Casey Affleck Dunkin' Donuts commercial <laughs> is. It's, oh, like, it's Christmas it's theme, so it's it's a good time to bring it back up. It's so perfect. <laughs> it, is perfect. I, I, it is it is every guy Dave grew up with. Yeah. Oh my god, it's perfect. Um I'm proud to think Starbucks. it's also it's probably every guy Sam dated before we met, which is <laughs> yeah, why I was so attractive again. That yeah. bar was nice and low. Oh man. Okay, here's the real one. That, that might take a little bit of time. Well, no, actually I don't think it'll take any time. The Soda Wars, as as uh, Billy Joel wrapped up the eighties, and we didn't start. Wars. <laughs> I mean, so many taste tests, so, so many wine taste so tests much. on the street. Who would be confused? Who would think that they're drinking Coke when it's Pepsi? I'm sorry, there's a distinct no. difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, it's time. Yeah, it's time. <laughs> It's one thirteen. Mm. I mean one fourteen. <laughs> I mean, I am definitely Coke. I'm definitely ah. Coke. It's, it's so good. It's so, the burn. The burn. So I guess so what we'll do is open it up and say, are there any Pepsi defenders out there? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you can like what you like. 
Yeah, right? of it's course. Fine. I'm not going to be mad at somebody because they like Pepsi and drink what they want. It's just I am just very disappointed when I go to a restaurant uh, yes. and I order a Diet Coke and they say, Pepsi, OK? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <Yeah. it's> not. <laughs> That's me. It's, oh, do you have lemonade? <laughs> no. Yeah. Country time? <laughs> Um, no, it is, uh, that's total bullshit. Um, yeah, I just... Or, or even worse. I'm sorry, Hillary. I, no. This has to be said. I think, what's, what's Will's dive bar? The Playmore? The Playmore. Yeah, the Playmore. When we went to the Playmore and I ordered a Diet Coke, of course, because the rest of you are all getting hammered. Uh, except for me, what? Christy. Me? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's getting shots left and right. Um, and I order a Diet Coke and she brings me the Diet Coke and I'm like, this isn't right. What? It, but it's not. I don't understand. What? It was diet RC cola. Oh, oh God! She didn't tell me. That's the yeah, thing. It's like I had a foray into that's diet a crime. RC cola. I had a foray into diet RC cola because it's what we had at my high school. But like, I knew what I was ordering. Like, I knew I was choosing it. You can't just sub it in without telling you. I know. It's I was like for bars to not diet? have coke. Did I get? Pepsi? I don't... Uh, I, I think that in a bar like the Playmore, <laughs> That's where, not weird where there is no drink menu RC. with sodas listed on it anywhere, mm-hmm. it's just what's on the gun. Well, I just it, mean because there's so many mixed drinks that, that demand Coke that don't taste the same with Pepsi. Well, and obviously the discriminating tastes of the clientele at the Playmore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the Playmore, uh, where I was offered dirty cherry juice out of the tray because she couldn't find the vermouth for a Manhattan once... Um. Yeah. No, well, now I, I know I have to sneak my soda into the Playmore. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think they'd care. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure it's not even Diet RC so much as it's just generic food service bago brown. You know. Oh, yeah. The, so basically, the just brown or white you, diet or sure. Right. <laughs> you order a ginger ale, and it's it's the generic sprite with a splash of the generic Coke in it to make it brown. Yeah. I guarantee it. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking anyway. of, of of the other kind of soda, the well, the white soda, I guess Sprite versus Seven Up. I feel like this is slightly more interesting. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have opinions on it? I do. I mean, the the sort of obvious play is Sprite because it goes with the you know part of Coca Cola. Yes. But I have to say, I consider myself sort of fairly savvy and aware when I'm being marketed to. But God damn it, if that 7-Up Mr. Spot guy yes. didn't yeah. worm his way into my heart. <laughs> because a red spot with arms and legs and sunglasses just really makes me want to drink 7-Up. I, listen, I when I was... I used to be a Sprite person. I mean, I really didn't drink that much. Of oh, those. Cool cool Spot? No, that's a game. Cool. What was his name? He, I think yeah, his name Mr. is Spot. Cool... I think it's Cool Spot. Okay. I think it's well, cool also spot. remember make seven up yours. Oh, when they would do oh, the up yeah. yours. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, when I was pregnant with Bridget, my favorite thing to well, because obviously I wasn't drinking the the time that I was not drinking, um, I craved diet seven up. And I contend that diet seven up is better than diet sprite. Um, and I, I don't know what it is about it. I, maybe it tastes closer. I don't know. And it's very sparkly. It kind of gives that sensation of the burn a little bit. Um, it's a little less sweet to me than Sprite, which I, I kind of, as a kid, I liked Sprite better because it was sweeter, but now I'm kind of more of a seven up person. And my grandfather owned a seven up bottling 
distillery, whatever. Well, that would influence you somewhat. But it's weird because we weren't really like, we didn't have them. Like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we have a, you know, truckloads of 7-Up. We were not brand loyal to it at all. I think my grandmother had Sprite at her house, but I it was always sort of a family, like, oh, yeah, we were involved with 7-Up at some point, but I enjoy it. Ma'am, I forgot that 7-Up was the Uncola. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Christy, you sounded like you had an opinion on this. I like Sprite probably because of what you said. It's sweeter and it definitely has a more lemon lime flavor. Yes. And I feel like 7-Up is almost tasteless like a LaCroix. I totally agree. Like it's it's more of a, yeah, like a seltzer water. Yeah. yeah. Bobby, do you care? Well, you know, marginally, uh, I'm actually quite the fan of... Um, Seven Up because as a kid it was like oh that's the natural one so it must be healthy <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, right. Uh, but no generally I don't care I uh, I will occasionally like if uh, we're buying Diet Coke and there's um, the six pack bottles or buy three get one or on sale or something and so there's a little room for fun I'll grab a ginger ale that's usually mm. my next go or a diet ginger ale mm-hmm. in our case yeah. um, or a Sprite I very rarely a Seven Up. Also, with the brand sale, you have to stay within the Coke family <laughs> sure, to get yeah. the sale. So, All right. This one made me laugh because my husband and I have thought about it. And they, it actually doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> so uh, Borders B, bar, or as Dave says, Barnes & Noble's. Because he loves to pluralize no. things. No. Um, <laughs> um, Multiple uh, barns, only one noble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like attorneys general. Like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> Um, I like a Barnes and Noble. Um, Borders definitely was more of the thing when I was like a teen, but as I've grown older, I like Barnes and Noble better. And actually Borders doesn't even freaking exist anymore, but yeah, I like a Barnes and Noble. I always felt like Barnes and Noble was classier. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. it was the color scheme. It's the dark yes. green with the gold. Yes. And, and dark then they wood. Used to, yeah. And they used mm-hmm. to do those murals of like drawings yes. of famous like Ernest authors Hemingway and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, and they would have them on their plastic bags and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just seemed classier. It did. It did. For sure. I think that's why I liked Borders. I was all about Borders. <laughs> um, they Borders was the, like, buy your John Grisham and get out. <laughs> yeah. well, mostly because it also had a, they always had a Seattle's Best Coffee, which was superior to Starbucks um, until they, you know, put them out of business. But um, that, and they sold like movie props. Like I got my lightsaber from there. Um, oh. And they had a really big like CD collection. And uh, Barnes and Noble was like classy and quiet, like a library. And Borders always had like music blasting. And <laughs> you, you went to Barnes and Noble, you had to put on your tweed jacket with yes, the elbow patches for before sure. you went in. <laughs> yes, I'm just not classy enough to be at um, Barnes and Noble. But also, Borders, um, I would always camp out to buy my Harry Potter books, of course. And oh, even of though course. I was a, an adult, but um, they always had big parties outside. At first, it was just me, like it was like <laughs> me and no one else, like dressed up, standing outside, and um, then it became like huge parties, and I was still the oldest one there. But anyways, that was fun. But the last one's gone. And I can then... never understand why it's okay with me that I went. I think Matt and I went to one of the Harry Potters on opening night, mm-hmm. and of course there were tons of people 
cosplaying and dress, yep. wearing robes and wands. But when Carl made me go to see the Transformers movie on opening <laughs> night and there were kids wearing boxes covered in aluminum foil, I thought that was not cool. <laughs> You're like, what are you like, doing, Where's loser? the difference there? <laughs> well, Ooh, that's funny. Well, Op- Optimus Prime or whatever doesn't yeah. really inspire as much as, I don't know. Well, for a certain subset of boys <laughs> from the 80s, it sure does. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Bobby, did you have an opinion? You well, like the B. Dalton? No. <laughs> I mentioned that as a joke. No, no, no. Barnes & Noble uh, was the go-to before, you know, the internet uh, ruined it. I think i've brought this up before but i did work briefly at the oh, yeah starbucks in a barnes and noble in buffalo yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for the holiday season i was hired and i went through all the corporate training and then i worked a couple of shifts and then i got a really bad cold and i called in sick and, and the, they wouldn't let you and the manager of the bookstore the the manager on duty for the bookstore was like uh we already had someone call in sick so we need you to come in and i was like no you don't understand i am gross i cannot come in and he was and like, work with food, like, right. come on. <laughs> and so I just didn't show up. And then I showed up a few days later to turn in my uh, badge and whatever. It was just like, fuck you. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I uh, called the I whistleblower line. <laughs> quit. <laughs> uh, good callback. I called the uh, the the like employee whistleblower hotline when they never mailed me my one last check. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it the next day in the mail. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's the other thing is those Barnes and Noble Starbucks have different pastries than the normal ones. Do, totally. Usually better. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was weird working there. And I had talked to other people who worked for Barnes and Noble and said that they treat you like crap. And I was like, whatever. All they want is 30% off this Dilbert calendar. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's lightly lightning round. I guess these last three, because <laughs> I think um, okay, Costco v Sam's Club. Costco, Costco. I've never even been to a Sam's Club. Uh, I have. I've been to both. I think Costco. Although out here, there's a third party candidate called BJ's, <laughs> which just okay, on being, no. just on being hilarious, um, and and every kid is aware of the plaza where there's a BJ's mm-hmm. and a Dicks in the same plaza. Oh. What about a come and go? <laughs> Cumberland Farms, which they call Cumbie, which is disgusting. Yep. <laughs> so gross. Or the Listen, picture. If it, if it was Sam's Club, Sam, your wife, that would be one thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And we wouldn't but if to... it was it's Sam from Walmart. Oh, Walmart. Right, exactly. So, yeah, Costco. Yeah, we're, I'm Costco. Though I didn't know what a Costco was until I was a little bit older. They didn't have them. They only had Sam's Club. But, yeah, definitely Costco. Yep. Definitely Costco. Um, okay, this one. Uh, Apple v. Microsoft. Bobby, we know where you stand. I'm all in Apple. I, I, yeah, I, I grew up, you know, my first computer was a, was a Dell. Dude, you're getting a Dell. And, <laughs> and I grew up with PC operating system machines, but, uh, I've been, I've been all in Apple for like 15 years now and, and I'm not looking back now. Yeah, you're in. Um, I am one of those that's like, I'm, I'm Microsoft, uh, like a laptop because I know how to use that and an Apple phone but like i it swapped those two and i'm like what's happening i don't know how to do this <laughs> just pushing yeah. buttons yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, i have Christy. thoughts so i like apple hardware and microsoft software like they do superior office tools yes yeah, yeah. um yes but and i did work at microsoft but 
during a really terrible operating system rollout. <laughs> so that I don't even know if people even know about it. It was so bad. Um, but I do like um, the Apple operating systems. They fail a lot less. There's um, less viruses. I just like that. But Are you personally responsible for Millennium Edition? No, it was Vista. Oh, God. oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I so remember when Windows 95 came out. That was like a, such a game changer. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we got a compact. And with Windows 95, we were like, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, go. we had Windows work groups running on a Tandy 386. That was one of my childhood <laughs> computers. Wow. Um, uh, I, I just um, completely lost my train of thought. Sorry. Well, nope, it's gone. You're an old man. It was there. Oh, oh, I know what it was. Obviously, I'm running Microsoft Office on my on my mm-hmm. MacBook. I'm not here yeah. using Pages and trying to send people files pages. they can't open. But that's the bad part is because of their relationship and that they hate each other. The the um, Office for Mac hasn't been updated with all the new fun things that Office for Office yeah. has. But it works. Yeah. And do you do you have an opinion? All I have to say is, wake up, you apple sheeples. <laughs> <laughs> sheeples. Um, I am I am not anti-apple. I am anti-apple. Um, <laughs> You're like, I'm not, but I am, but I'm not. But I, I, have, I just have a few objections. I have expressed them before to the cult of Apple. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea that every two years you have to spend $1,000 on a phone, the fact that they are slowly making them incompatible with anything other than Apple products so yeah. that you are locked into, let's call them the Apple suite of hardware. I mean, you have to have an iPad and you have to have a iPhone and you have to have the iBuds and you have to have, you know, whatever. They're just slowly making it impossible for you to have anything but their products. And I prefer a little bit more choice than that. And uh, the there is not none of you guys... But there can be a hipster yes. quotient. Full on. Yes. People are like, oh my God, you don't have an iPhone? No. It, what kind of a loser are you? And so are you I poor? don't. Are you poor? Why are you I'd... fucking up our group texts? That's the only reason why I care what someone else has. <laughs> no. I, that... Only so I can name a group text. That's the only like morning I have. I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, I'm really sorry that I'm ruining that for all of you. But but sort of the 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 frenzy and the need to have it if you're going to be cool ethos that apple has fueled is something that really gets stuck in my craw which is what has you know propelled my samsung phone experience really everybody else in my family has iphones except for moi so yeah i just it just makes me feel icky yeah to mm-hmm. become part of the apple collective god i want the iphone 12 <laughs> I've been putting it I off. Mean, the, you cannot fault the Apple design. That <sighs> yeah. is mm-hmm. something that they're just so good at. It's yeah. their products are beautiful. But and I you know, I can't really compare very well because I'm not a i user, but my Samsung Galaxy, it's those gorgeous are nice. phone. It does yeah, everything. Those are nice. Yeah. You know? And they took good pictures. No complaints. Too. Yeah. No. I, I think that up until this new new um ios launch it uh the user experience was much better than an android too but now it is not because the calendar have you guys noticed that the way that you have to enter time oh yeah it's a, oh it's such it's a pain oh so dumb it's really dumb 
I concur. I mean, I'm I'm definitely an iPhone user, and I've got some uh, some you know, I have a watch and I have that AirPods. But yeah, as far as a computer goes, I am I am hopelessly like no, I'm a PC yeah. kind of gal. I know the shortcuts. <laughs> you and it's I were to we're Hodgman. No, we are Hodgmans. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, and the final, most important. <laughs> I really do actually feel this was the most important in our childhood. The battery wars, Energizer versus <laughs> Duracell, <laughs> and both Anne and I were like, "Yes, we have opinions about it." Yes, and I, you go. I, I think you you can't compete with the Energizer Bunny. No. As a marketing slash advertising um, phenomenon. True. Right? Yeah. Right. However, there is just something about the Duracell design. I, the copper top. Yes. That gets me. I don't trust <laughs> anything that's not a Duracell. I agree. I thought, yes, the marketing for Energizer was way flashier. And you're like, oh, look at the bunny. It's coming through again. Like, here mm-hmm. it goes. But, we, yeah, we were a Duracell family. I feel like that's we just trusted the solid look of a Duracell. Uh, we were definitely like a Rayovac, whatever's on sale family. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I am in, in adulthood a Duracell buyer. Uh, although now, honestly, uh, just Amazon brand Super Paco batteries. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, if I'm going to the drugstore because I need batteries for something in a pinch, it's going to be Duracell. Um, mine is Kirkland Signature, <laughs> um, which I just learned is made by Duracell. So oh, I guess that's... okay. Yeah. Next time I, I do, go I to Costco, I do agree with the up. color, though. Like, you know what you're getting with that color. And Energizer has been all over the, the map with their changing of the colors. Yes. Yep. Kirkland Signature are the only batteries made 100% out of recycled denim. <laughs> the, the Duracell colors, the black is really solid. Mm-hmm. The copper is gives you the electrical mm-hmm. feeling. <laughs> yep. Just, we're so swayed by marketing. We're like, I know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we didn't buy into the bunny, but <laughs> no, packaging for Duracell. Duracell fuels first responders' radios or something. Yep, right there. Yeah. There wasn't there one where like if it was some hair band. I don't know if it was Bon Jovi or somebody like that. It was like all of our mics use Duracell. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh man. All right. Uh, you know, we have opinions. You know, we just do. Everybody, uh, my husband always says, you have an opinion on everything. And I do. And it's probably capitalism and it's how I've been marketed to. But this is how we feel about brands. So I think Chris, Christy's already written a sequel of List, by the <laughs> oh, way, for next yes. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we've got some. Oh, there's a ton left. I mean. Yeah, this yeah. is because um, I was telling Jeremy what we were recording about. And he goes, oh, you mean that show Business Wars? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. And so I looked it up and they're doing interesting stuff there. So if you want to watch that. Ha ha. From BusinessWire.com. Duracell teams up with rock superstar Bon Jovi on oh, a new yes. advertising and promotional campaign <laughs> from 2003. Wow. Boom. Uh, uh, Dave, but- Dave Butler's favorite band. Please don't. Please don't go out with any Bon Jovi. We've mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I, would much, I would rather hear you go out with Jim Blossoms. <laughs> oh, or Train. No. Jesus Christ, Hillary. There's a Bon Jovi video where you can see my international news sweatshirt on it. Oh. Because I was at the concert that they filmed. (laughs) All right. So question of the week. 
To what brand are you the most loyal? I love the grammar there. Gosh, that was lovely. Nice try. Um, I know. I like it. And uh, I think it would be even more fun if it was like your irrational loyalty. Yes. It's not built mm-hmm. on like customer service or no. yeah. the the sort of sturdiness of the product or whatever. What is it that like us, you are swayed by <laughs> marketing or just what your family has done forever and ever. We'd like to hear. I like uh, and second question of the week, but tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? <laughs> and did you finally did you ever- get the chance to dance along the light of no. day and head back no. toward the Milky no. Way? <laughs> tell I me. hate that song so much. <laughs> Sorry. It's so bad. It's so bad. All of their songs. Hey, soul sister. No. Uh, (laughs) You know, the time we saw him live at a fundraiser and we were sitting right up front just by chance, our table was near the stage and it was just him and like a guy with a tall drum and uh, some other backup musician. And and he was just sort of very casually throwing together a, a very chill set. He is extremely talented, but yes, most of his songs are ridiculously stupid. Really yes. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's move on. TG recommends Bobby. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, my recommendation is the Netflix mockumentary special death to 2020, which is a, uh, a fun and uh, painful look at looking back at 2020 and it's Samuel L. Jackson and Hugh Grant and a bunch of other um, so funny random celebrities are in it and some other not so famous people who should be maybe more famous based on their performance. The English here. lady, yes. right? Yep. Oh my God. She's the best part of the whole thing. Yep. Uh, it's, a, it's a mockumentary style thing and uh, Kumail Nanjiani is also in it and uh, <laughs> a bunch of other people. Uh, it's really good. It's easy to watch. It was funny. It's it's lighthearted and yet also really sad when you realize that this year actually happened. And uh, yeah, Death to 2020 on Netflix. Um, it was created by people who created Black Mirror. So, oh, oh yeah, weird little twist mm-hmm. there. I was hesitant to watch it because I thought it was just going to be like everything was terrible. Like, how they did it was good and yeah. I didn't get bummed out by it. Yeah. I mean, I did, but well, you know. right. But <laughs> they did a nice job with it under the circumstances mm-hmm. of what a year it was. Yeah, for sure. Laughed out loud multiple times. Um, my recommendation is the wilds on Amazon prime. It's a, about a group of teenage girls going on a retreat and they, um, the plane crash happens and they have to survive on an Island. Ooh. It's so good. Hmm. I, I think I've like talked nonstop about it, and I'm on my second viewing because Elliot and I like binged it in two days, and then Jeremy's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" And then now he's watching it, and so I'm like catching things I didn't see before because Elliot talks nonstop mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm one of those too. Um, mine is a slightly older. Well, it's still ongoing, but it's the show Search Party. Um, Chrissy, I know you've watched it. It's so funny. It's really funny. Um, it's on um, HBO Max now. It was on TBS, mm-hmm. which is wild. Which is because so weird. Mm-hmm. I can't believe some of the stuff. Well, they cuss a lot, but there is like a one kind of sex scene that I was like, I can't believe this was on TBS. Anyway, but it, I. Um, it's about group of millennials that are looking for uh their missing college acquaintance kind of but it's it's sort of dark but i there's this guy named john early that's on it who's so fucking funny (laughs) he's i can't he's hilarious like he's like a perfect 
annoyed millennial, but like vapid, but it, it, it's really, really funny. I'm on the second season. I think there are three seasons out and I know they're about to release a fourth, um, but I really enjoyed it. It's on HBO Max, which I have been loving HBO Max. It's my new favorite streaming service. So yay. Like, let me add, I mean, Dave the other day was like, I think I'm going to get CBS all access. And I'm like, do we basically just have cable again? Because we have 12,000 <laughs> <Right>. streaming services. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, I mean, you got to get all those NCISs. Oh, CBS God. All Access has all of them. I know. No, Ugh. Dave's got to get the mentalist. I know. He. Oh, we've uh. been talking about it. He's in season seven. <laughs> He's wrapping it up right now. He has. He has opinions. We'll get him on for cough, not cough. <laughs> <laughs> special expert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Christy, um. tell us about this stylish uh, fireproof document bag. Okay, so this is the shameless Amazon plug of the week. I am terrified of fire, which I guess I should have been more about flood, apparently. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I bought this bag. It um, it's the Safe Haven Two Fireproof Bag, one small water resistant fireproof document bag with zipper. So it's this the little one is like the size of like a makeup bag where you'd put passports, and that's what I'm going to do. Passports and probably cash or something, and then. The bigger one is like the size of a briefcase and it says that they're all fireproof. Hmm. So we'll cool. see. Yeah. Made of asbestos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why not just make Probably. the whole plane out of black box? <laughs> right. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. Cool. <clears throat> A metal door. Is that a question? <laughs> I will Wait, keep you. I have a late checkout. <laughs> bon boy. Uh, the holidays have passed, but it's never too late to buy things for the ones you love. It. This show has and it's Bobby's birthday this week, so go buy him a present. <laughs> yes, sorry, gotta please, get by it all in. means. Uh, buy me our merch at the show is everything. <laughs> And click the shop button. You can also rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And remember to take the link to the uh, fireproof bags, which will be in the show notes today and on the website, and add that to your phone's home screen. And then whenever you want to go to Amazon, just click on that and then buy whatever you're going to buy. And we'll get credit for teaching you that Amazon exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I credit- mean, buy the fireproof bag as yeah. well. That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, yeah, Everyone is. should have it. it. Is. Yeah. yeah, and it's black, so it goes with everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, y'all get involved. Um, like, also, are, are we? You know, is it us versus another podcast? Like, is it us versus TBTL or something? Mm-hmm. Like, who, what's your choice? Just okay, kidding. I don't know if I want to know the answer <laughs> I know, to that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Don't make that Sophie's choice. Okay, but get involved. Our website is thisshowhaseverything.com. We still have throwyourphone.com. Join the Facebook group if you're so inclined. This is, I mean, Facebook is one. It's no, there's no more MySpace. So join the Facebook group. Um, it's really, really fun. And I don't know. I love going there. Um, the show Twitter, which I don't know, maybe I'll get a wild hair and go update, is at Tishi Show. Email us at Tishi at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo, just like the grumpy old liberal who was like, his voice was kind of spooky. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I like it. Um, fax Bobby your butt or fax some birthday wishes on January 5th, because that's when his birthday is, at 617-354-8513. Um, <laughs> you going to follow that with my social security number? What if that was your birthday detective? What if that was your social security number? Like that? Which number? <laughs> 
Um, okay, thanks for joining us, y'all. I, we have a lot more to say about brands. We grew up in America. It's capitalism, baby. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us. And that was just about everything. For today. Yes. For now. <laughs> Until <laughs> further notice. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing so loud Hearing when we lie Truth is not kind And you said neither am I